the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rhody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rhody Fisher. And now, here's the continuation of last week's On the Road with Jesus. So, when I was on my right side sleeping, I felt like someone was wiping this ear off, wiping it. And I said, okay, so I'm imagining things right now. So, I'm atheist and crazy. That's perfect combination. He can't take me to hell because I'm crazy, right? <laughs> so I didn't know what was happening. But in the morning, I woke, woke up very fresh and I felt really good. And I was squeezing my memory to see if I had any dream, but I didn't. I had no dream. And you don't know that this ear, actually, I didn't really hear well with this ear. So I, I didn't even know why he wiped this on who did that is it a ghost or something so because i didn't have any dream i started crying on my bed and i said so that's it you don't exist i just wasted my life praying for um an imaginary friend who never existed and i i was taking the decision that god died at that moment it was his funeral like i was crying over the years that i spent over someone who never existed and then i heard this voice in my room from this ear. I am the first and the last. I am the beginning and the end. I am the Alpha and Omega. And I said, wait a minute. What, what, what is this voice? It was filling the room, filling me. Okay. And I said, so you speak Arabic now? I thought, like, this ghost speak Arabic. Because we believe in Islam that God only speaks Arabic. <laughs> this is why we pray in Arabic. So... Did it, you hear it in Arabic? He, he, I heard it in Arabic. And because I, I was mocking still, I said, oh, so you speak Arabic now. I heard it in all languages all at once. Okay. And it was filling. And it wasn't only those verses. He kept talking and talking and talking and telling all kind of verses that I've never heard before because I never heard the gospel in my life before. So I start writing down what he's saying. And at this point, I thought this is Quran. You know, Quran. So, no. Um, then I didn't know which verse is that in Quran. I don't know. So I said, okay, okay. So if you're God, tell me what to do. And he said, read John. And I didn't know what John is. What is John? Who's John? I don't know. So um, after that, I, I, I kept thinking, like, how did I hear from this ear that I didn't really hear well from? And I heard those verses that I never heard in my life before. So I googled what I wrote down, and they are the gospel. 
And I was thinking, why would God speak to me through a corrupted book? Doesn't make sense. Because the Muslim believes the Bible is corrupted. Exactly. Okay. So, and that didn't make sense to me. So I started uh, thinking that I should go to a church to ask them. In Kuwait, we have only three churches, one Coptic, one Catholic, and one Evangelical American church. So I went to the Coptic. They wouldn't let me in because on my ID shows that I'm a Muslim. Uh, the Catholic church, I went there. It was the prayer and the service was in Latin, so I didn't really understand what they're talking about, and I left. And I went to the evangelical church, um, and I, I was really scared because to us, this is a taboo, you know, to enter a church. Mm -hmm. So I stayed there, and I heard them praying uh, our Father in Heaven. And I was like, wow, those words are really powerful. And those people are happy. Nobody's crying. It's not like a mosque or senia. Everybody cries and bleeds. Those people are really happy. They are rejoicing, literally almost dancing because of happiness and laughing and saying hello to each other. And I, I tried to hide in the last lane because I didn't want anybody to think I'm an outsider. Um, and I, I didn't know, should I pray along? Should I keep silent? I didn't know, should I stand up or sit down? I didn't know anything. But I felt like the, the prayer was very powerful. I said, wow, those words are really powerful. And they're just saying it like something so easy. It's not easy to me at all. I've never heard this before. And at the end of the service, I was trying to act like everybody else. And I've seen them like in a, in a long line. So I said, I, I will just stand up in the line. I don't know where this line will take me. But, you know, I will just act like I belong, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, at the end of the line, there was the, the pastor and his wife shaking hands with everybody and saying hello to everybody, but I didn't know. And when I, when I see that it's my turn, I tried to turn away, but he said, hello, uh, can we say hello to you, miss? Who are you? And I said, oh, um, I have lots of questions, okay? I didn't even introduce myself to him because I was so embarrassed. And he said, okay, calm down. You can come to my office anytime, and I will answer you, answer you my your questions. And I did. Um, the, the very next day, I went to his office. He gave me an appointment, and and I said all my questions about God. And actually, my questions were really rude, as um, my mentality was still a little bit um, against God. I still really hated um, God somehow because I I felt like He's not just enough. And he answered every question through the Bible. He opened the book, literally answered with a verse. Every time I asked, he gave me a verse. He didn't say anything out of his mind. He didn't explain anything. He didn't say anything about Islam or about anything. He just answered verse by verse. That's it. Any question that I asked, he gave me a verse. And I understood everything. So I said, I want this book that you're reading. In the end, I stopped asking because I'm done with my questions. I don't have any more questions. I said, I want this book that you're reading. He said, no, I can't give it to you. I said, why can't you give it to me? He said, we have cameras all over. It's illegal. For Muslims, they don't know that it is illegal. They think that we are really good friends with Christians, but this is not the truth. So I said, then how can I, how can I follow Jesus? I love him so much. I really want to read his book. 
he said, well, we can do this in Kuwait. So I was really sad, and I went back home, and I prayed about it. And uh, in my room, I had lots of flags, and the American flag kept falling down. So I said, okay, God, if you want me to go to America to learn more about Jesus and get baptized, just give me a way. And my, my sister knocked on my door, and she said, do you want money? Out of nowhere. I said, okay. And she gave me money. And I looked down on um, online to see if there's any ticket. It was Christmas time. And I got a ticket for $400 from Kuwait to America. This is almost never happens. And my, my sister just gave, me, just gave me the money, you know. I was almost broke because I just lost my job. But God provided everything. And I went to Chicago and I barged in any church that I see. And I say, hello, I want to be a Christian. <laughs> and they say, what do you know about Jesus? I say, he's God. He spoke to me. And they, they're like, this girl is kind of crazy. What, she, what does she want? Who, who, who preached to her, the gospel? I said, no one preached to me. What does preaching mean? <laughs> I don't even know the word. And um, they didn't really want to baptize me. So I sent an email to Brother Rashid. Um, the the guy with the on the YouTube on the YouTube and uh, his crew helped me to find uh, an Arabic church to baptize me there and they did and they baptized me on Christmas of that year twenty fifteen wow. yeah and I went back to Kuwait and once I came back to Kuwait I started seeing everything different I started feeling the the, the spiritual oppression over Kuwait I started to to have uh, uh, compassion. Uh, for uh, Kuwaiti people, and how come they don't know how how much God loves them? Wow, what a beautiful story! So, tell me a little bit about what happens after that. So, you come back from the United States, and you um, get planted in a church, and and do you bring a Bible with you, or how how are you? They gave me a Bible, but I didn't really read it at that point. I I was just praying to God. I really love the idea that He hears me and He actually spoke to me. I kept talking to Him like my friend, any time, all the time. Like even when I take a walk or something, I'm like God, you heard me. I know you hear me. So I speak to Him. It was a very intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a church uh, as at that point. I had a church later. Um, at first, I went to um, random churches in Kuwait, but they didn't really disciple me because they didn't baptize me, and they're afraid because I have Muslim background. Uh, but I used to listen, 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 and watch videos on YouTube for Christian apologists. So your videos must be helping lots of people out there. I believe that you don't underestimate what you're doing because you might be helping somebody that far away from you and changing their life somehow by your videos. So, uh, but I found a, a pastor in Kuwait. I can't mention his name because I don't want to hurt him. Um, it's illegal to do what he's doing. And he took me in his home uh, and he disciples lots of uh, Muslim background believers there. We are like a bunch. We gather at his house. Um, He's Canadian, uh, Arab, and uh, also another one who's not Kuwaiti. Uh, And we we used to uh, learn and study the Bible together for years. And every time I learn something, like a little girl, I just go and share it with everybody I know. So lots of people came to Christ through me. 
this way. And I start looking for more uh, people who are curious. If I've seen a Kuwaiti girl going to the church just to be curious or taking picture, I start talking to her and share my testimony. So I call myself like a mother of lots of children and faith. And I started discipling since then till now. But now because I'm in America, I do it online. Oh, wow. That's a that's great. Now, you you do have a mission, uh, um, you, so I, I would a, a ministry. So you are a missionary of sorts, kinda, yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do um, as a missionary for the Lord. Um, I usually disciple. Uh, I focus on girls mostly because of our culture. Uh, even if the girl except Jesus Christ, and she went to the pastor, uh, and the pastor is a man, she will have this embarrassment uh, that she wouldn't tell him everything. She will be shy in front of him. She can't share as much as she would share with a, a girl like her from the same background, who's her age, who is um, understanding how she feels because we're from the same um country from the same background so usually i talk to them i pray with them and i uh, answer their questions they're very um very uh intimate questions and i've seen that most of them they have corrupted houses corrupted marriages um relationships they they are involved in adultery and lots of sins spiritual adultery and physical adultery so god gave me this as my mission to focus on uh, uh, people who are um, chained by by such sins. I, I call it sexual sins or adultery sins. And when I say adultery, I mean spiritual adultery and physical adultery because they are connected somehow. Um, so God um, directed me to make the LGB free uh, campaign on my social media, on my Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. Uh, LGB free means love God, be free. Uh, it sounds close to LGBTQ, but I'm talking about loving God in general will fill this void so you don't have to look for another uh, God or another spiritual way to fulfill your uh, spiritual void or a physical way to, um, to have adulterous relationship with someone just to fulfill this void that you have because God loves you and his love and his grace is enough. Wow, that's huge. Now, if we have listeners out there that would like to get a hold of you um, to either be mentored by them or maybe you'd like to express how they can accept Jesus as your Savior or whatever questions they might have of you, what is the best way to contact you? Do we go to your website? And what is that website? You can, uh, you can DM me uh, on um, Instagram at Auradia, uh, at Auradia uh, or uh, Auradia Vlog. That's on my um, YouTube. Aurad means uh, prayers. Uh, and I call it Auradia, which means Yahweh. So prayers to Yahweh. Wow. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Shia usually use the word Aurad for uh, prayers that rituals like uh, mantra, if mm -hmm. you know what mantra is. Mm -hmm. like, Yeah, but I used it for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So Auradia vlog, that's on YouTube, and Auradia uh, on uh, my uh, 
Instagram. Um, yeah, you can text uh, text me and I will answer your questions. You can see my videos. They're in Arabic, in Kuwaiti accent. Kellen fiha Kuwaiti, Arabi. So uh, you can understand everything that I'm saying. And I speak very, very uh, clearly about the very simple questions that you have in your mind every day about Christians and Christianity and God and Jesus and, you know, all these questions that you have in your mind. I know them. I've been through that. I'm trying to answer them very, very simple way, like I'm preaching to a baby because mm -hmm. I consider um, uh, Muslims babies because they are in inside the, the womb. They didn't even knew God yet. They, they hear about God, but they never met him. So I, I help deliver, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the mother who helps deliver for them to see the real God and to meet the real God and to touch him and listen to him and have this connection. I call it like uh, to make peace with God. So it's like I want to, to introduce you to God because he really wants to know you. Uh, he wants you to know him as he knows you, who really knows you very well. So, like, can, can we just make the peace with God? Because God said, Tuba salam, which means blessed those who are, who are peacemaker. Mm -hmm. So, what is better than making peace with God? Because if you made peace with God, you will, you will have peace with, ev with everybody and with yourself. You don't need yoga to have peace with yourself. <laughs> wow. Um, so those are the main ways to contact you, Instagram, yes. YouTube, uh, your YouTube channel. Now, when you um, got baptized um, here in the United States, did you ever hear about being baptized? Did you, was, that, was that something no. that you um, had any idea about? No, I just went, when I asked uh, the pastor in Kuwait, remember, when I asked him the question, I said, I want the Bible. I said, how can I be Christian? He, he said, you have to be baptized. And I said, would you baptize me? He said, we can't baptize you here. Mm -hmm. So I said, how, how can I be Christian? What if I die today? I don't want to end up in hell. I want to be with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is the way. Like, I didn't know what baptism is. Wow. And, and just for you um, that are listening, um, Making Jesus um, the number one person in your life, um, asking the Lord to come into your heart or, or taking him as your savior is really enough. Baptism is, is, is really something that we do to announce to the world that we're going to get, go into the water and die to our old self and come up a new person in Christ. And it's, it's something that Jesus did, and so we want to follow his ways. But accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior is really the first step. And, and actually, if you died then, like the thief on the cross, you would make it to heaven. Um, the, the secondary thing that we do, we do it because we want to show the world yes. that we have died to that old person and we're coming out of the water a new person, just like she did. What a beautiful story. Um, I, I'm not sure how much time I have, but I would like to speak to those that are listening that have never accepted Jesus as your Savior. You, you may not even know who Jesus is. Um, 
we we worship Jesus because he is part of the Trinity, the triune God. We worship one God, but the th- there's three persons in that one God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's three gods in one. Three persons in one God, not three gods. Um, so when when the reason we accept Jesus as our Savior is because he died on the cross for you and me. He died for the whole world. He spilt enough blood so that everyone could accept Jesus as his Savior. It's interesting that Christina mentioned that in certain months they cut themselves because they want to get rid, um, they want to do that to get rid of their sins. Um, In the Old Testament, it talks about how the Jewish people would take animals to the priest, to the temple, and sacrifice that animal um, for their sins. So once once a year, they would take this animal that they brought to the temple. Uh, The priests would sacrifice that in their name so that for one whole year of sins, they could be forgiven by having this animal die. But really, that was a foretaste of what God was going to do with his life. He sent God, came down, the Son of God became man, came down to earth. So here was Jesus, fully man, fully God, sacrificed himself on the cross, um, died for your sins and mine. So that need to spill blood seems to be inherently an idea which is what the Bible told the Jews to do. God told the Jews through the Bible, um, through, spoke to you know Moses and that they were to sacrifice an animal for their sins. Interesting that the Muslims felt that by cutting themselves, it would spill blood for their sins. But really, God is the only one that can forgive us for our sins, and he died on the cross for you and me. If you would like to accept Jesus as your Savior, you can follow me in this very simple prayer. It is not in the Bible that we should say a sinner's prayer. Uh, As a matter of fact, Jesus just said to Matthew, come, follow me. And Matthew dropped everything and followed Jesus. The whole idea is he gave up his life. He was a tax collector. He, he not only left his money and his books there and his office to follow him, but he took no provision with him. If this thing with Jesus didn't work out, there was no going back to this tax collecting thing. He left it all there, left it behind. And that's really what we're asking you to do. Jesus is saying, come, whatever your name is, come, follow me. Leave that old life behind and follow Jesus. You can word it any way you want to. You can say, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. As simple as that. And he will take your hand and lead you. In, in the way of everlasting. 
or you can follow me. I, I may, we, we people like to make things a little more complicated, but it isn't complicated at all. You can say this little prayer, Jesus, forgive me of the sins of the past, present, and future. Today, I would like to take your hand in, in my mind. I'm grabbing your hand and follow you for the rest of my life. You, Lord, will be my Lord and Savior, Jesus. Make my heart as white as snow. Lead me to a good church. Help me to read your word. Help me to get my hands on a Bible so that I can read your word daily and grow in you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You could say that prayer or something like it in your own words. Just mean it with your heart. And if you have and would like to contact me, you can call me at 951-817-0094. It's a number that you can just leave a message there. Or you can go to my website, On the Road with Jesus, and road is spelled R-H-O-D-E, On the Road with Jesus, and there's a drop-down where you can fill it out and let me know that you've accepted the Lord today. <clears throat> or you can call here at Hope Radio um, and, and um, let us know that you've accepted the Lord. Or just tell someone that today is the day of your new birth in Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll be back again with On the Road with Jesus. Bye for now. We love you. Thank you for being here today for On the Road with Jesus with your host, Rhody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus you'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rhody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com spelled R-A-H Fisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com R-A-H-O-D-E with Jesus.com or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094 That's 951-817-0094 On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project. Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.